Hello and welcome to the War Report. I am your host Cyrus, joined by a very special guest, uh, A Division Special oh. Officer J Five. <laughs> oh, geez. I mean, after watching this Dynamite show, I don't feel like that. But yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah, we we don't we don't feel like specialists. Um, Quan, as you heard, we're uh, we're on Operation Freaky Friday, where we're just swapping some people. Uh, around honestly i wish we did this around halloween i mean not halloween uh april fools when this was originally pitched <laughs> but uh mania was just way too much uh busiest time of year for all of us absolutely yeah it, it, it was way too busy uh i mean we, we just had so much stuff that was that was going on but this is the perfect time i actually couldn't do uh the a show this week and it was just like let's just do it this week and and uh luckily that i got i got I feel like this week we got a, a, a interesting show and we got a show where I'm just like, y'all do know that like <laughs> there's some big <laughs> things happening on your, in your company in a couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, we it's some interesting shows this week. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like on, on both, uh, on both ends of, you know, the shows, uh, it's weird. I can't say that I'm necessarily, uh, enjoying it too much like obviously we're going to talk about it i do think that nxt took like uh small steps in the right direction um like a little bit of course correcting but with dynamite is this you know this is this vibes i i honestly with this dynamite show and i don't say this or or, or i say this with you know the utmost amount like i'm not being facetious i i've lived through these eras this was like 2013 2014 wwe like this was this was the pits. Like this was this <laughs> kind of crazy. Like it, it, it feels as though this company or whoever's booking it is just creatively bankrupt. And and just the amount of people that just aren't there. And we'll talk about that later on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, outside, uh, I was about to say outside of like the Jade match, there was like no outcast, no women stuff. There was no women. The- there was no women. Um, there was no, there was no Keith Lee. There was no Swerve. There was no, no, mm-hmm. no programs that they've been building up. Uh, but only, only had the Bucks at the end. <clears throat> um, barely any, any MJF. And when he was there, he was pretty fucking annoying on commentary. Um, yeah. it, it was centered around how many people would you say this, this week? Ten people, maybe twelve people this week, and and a return. So now there's one more or or, or a debut. Now there's one more person that's, that's added to this fucking suit. Yeah, um, and it's not really uh, merging all that well together. But before we get into that, how you doing, man? You know, a little uh, got to got to warm you up before we go into the trenches. Oh, I'm already warm. I'm warmed up. Okay. I'm coming. I'm I'm coming in hot. I'm coming right off of Black Print Radio. So you go from one thing to the next. I'm switching yeah. up. like like it ain't nothing. It, it, it insane individual here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. not burnt out. I don't get burnt out, motherfucker. Oh shit! Better than me, um, John Moxley. I'm the John Moxley podcasted. Yeah, except that nigga's totally burnt the fuck out. Well, he's phony right to get now. in. He's phony. He's phony to get in at this point. Uh, but let, let's get into these trenches, man. Um, on Monday, we got some very funny news. Um, right before, uh, right before Monday Night Raw, we get word that CM Punk is hanging out in the building. And then was eventually asked to leave. But <laughs> what, what do you what do you make of Punk just showing up, saying hi to people, quote unquote, making amends that uh, 
you know, talking to all the people, uh, talking to all the people that he was basically talking shit about while he was, you know, away. I, I'm, I shudder to think that Punk may have turned a new leaf because I wanted to believe he turned a new leaf before he went to AEW. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it ended up being that. And I don't put all of that on him. And then maybe I put a little bit of, of, of brawl out on him. But I think him going to WWE Raw is a huge step in some type of direction, wouldn't you say? Like, it's, it's a huge step in some type of direction in him making amends and finally kind of, you know, I don't know if you, you're, you're repairing those bridges. Those, those bridges are nuclear bombed. You know what I'm saying? There are no bridges. <laughs> At this point, you're building them. <laughs> so, like, it's not like he's, like, trying to repair these bridges or whatever, but I, it's been rumored or, or it's been said by multiple people and multiple sources. He spoke with, with Paul Levesque um, mm-hmm. and he spoke with The Miz, but he was flying in to uh, Chicago, and there were a bunch of WWE wrestlers on the flight. You saw him talking to Tamina. So there's clearly a lot of people there that are, like, would would you say or, or do you think they were kind of pushing him like hey come 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 say hi to triple h like come do you feel like the wrestlers were uh, like squash this i i definitely feel like it, it's just one of those things where it's just like uh well whenever i see like a former employee of the like uh the museum that i work at and it's just like hey just come through we got some new shit mm-hmm. we got a new exhibition for y'all to look at Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, uh, I'll see what it do. You know, uh, I think they were just being cordial and just being like, you know, it's not like the same place that you were. Just being like, not really like squashing shit, but it's just like, you know, see this shit for yourself. But you know what? And you know what I feel like Punk might have seen or he may see there? I think Smiling. he's... <laughs> <laughs> I think he sees the young talent there. And I think he sees young talent there that actually would look at him as a locker room leader. And I uh, think that's something that was missing in AEW is that people don't listen to him. And, and they don't listen to anybody, apparently. Yeah. And WWE, they they listen to legends. They listen. To, there is a plethora of legends back there that they listen to. And they produce their matches and they produce their segments and help them with their promos. You got Edge, you got all those people, and they listen to them. And Punk to them are superheroes. Who was there on Monday night, uh, Cyrus? And this this actually ties in to what we talk about on this show on the War Report. Corey Jade was there on on Monday. And Corey Jade is actually friends with AJ Lee and Punk. You know what I mean? Like those are those are her two mentors. And I and I think that that's a big moment to to see for Punk to see that they're doing her right. You know what I mean? And doing right by her. And I don't know if there's smoke to this fire. I don't know what, what is there. I know a lot of people were, you know, they were, you know, going crazy about this. But listen, he's, he's signed to AEW and he's not going anywhere. And I think that the reason why he had to get out of there is because there could be a lot of like, there, were, there was legal stuff that kind of tore WWE and CM Punk apart. And for him to be yeah. there with no, with, with, you know what I'm saying? With, it's, it's just odd and, until they have a formal meeting and all of them meet. I don't know if he'll be seeing, you know, we'll be seeing him hang out very often, but. Yeah, no, this is definitely an anomaly. Like, I don't think like, oh, Punk is like, they're back in Chicago and Punk is going to be there again. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just a cool, it's a, it shut, can we say it's a cool moment? Like, it's, it, I thought, it, I think it's cool that personally, uh, I think it's cool that he made up with Miz because I feel as though what he said about Miz and what he said that time was really uncalled for. Uncalled for and very, very random. Um, and then. A few weeks ago on the War Report, you know, we talked about Punk willing to work with the elite, you know, just make the relationship work uh, 
whatever. We were just like, he's really willing to make amends with them, but you know, he still has his beef with WWE. And it seems like he's really trying to like better, you know, basically just uh let it die, be be a better him. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, and and again, like I I shudder to say I don't want to give this guy too much credit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because he has, he has he has let us down before <laughs> in so many ways, just yeah. with the things that he does. But I think for someone to talk so much shit about them last year, literally last year, Emil, or not Emil, I'm sorry, sorry. It's, yeah, this podcast is over. Uh, you can no. follow me on Twitter. <laughs> but for him to but for him to to literally talk shit about them and then go visit them and then you know basically kind of say, Hey, my ears are open. I think that doesn't bode well for Tony Khan when it comes time to renegotiate with this guy. Come two, three. Yes. Um, is is look it's looking bad. Um, and then you know, Tony Khan, not the most fearsome leader or the most uh, leader. Punk is what is what is he gonna do about that? You know, like I don't. Well, I don't think AEW is gonna like really punish people for that, but it's just like you're seeing like your prized possession for your company, what everybody deems is what's going to save you. Fraternize it with the enemy. Mm. What are you doing to like comfort punk to not be doing shit like that? Well, I think at this point, I mean, the trust is so frayed between all parties that I think for punk to say, well, they're giving him his own show. <laughs> Sorry. So like, yeah, yeah. Like, like that. There's nothing there that he's gonna be able to do about it. It's, it's sort of like punk playing in his face. It's it's, it's it's reminding me very much of when Hogan came back in the yellow and red back in the day in WCW, and you know they they did this big pop and circumstance, and he came back, and things went right back to to the way that they were, and it ended up with 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 Hulk leaving the company, and. You know, it, it it's it's seeming like that to me. I don't want to. I don't want to be right about it. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's not a good prediction to have. But with everything I predicted with this company so far, it has come to fruition. So like, it, I I don't feel good about him. Like on the other end, I don't feel good about him going to WWE because of what he may feel about going back to AEW right now. Yeah, um, it possibly just being like a spiteful move, and it's just like, well, this is not really what I wanted to do. I just wanted to, you know be an ass <laughs> can you even paint it as spiteful because the way that it's being portrayed even in the dirt sheets this makes punk come off as like way more positive than he's looked in weeks right where where oh, like, yeah like it, it's it's punk going back to his old company where he talked so much shit and he sued them he goes back and he talks to all the vec he talks to the Miz. he's hanging out with talent backstage he looks it, it, it's endearing it's almost like the, all of the rumors that they didn't want him there were not true like i don't know if he saw yeah. Seth. You know what I'm saying, but but because Seth, you know, uh, most recently said something, but you know, I'm uh, I'm sure. Well, we know for sure that Seth is company man, company man. So like, if it came down to it, and Paul was just like, you know, play nice, he'd be like, all right, cool. You know, yeah. I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the thing for the check. I don't really respect you and no shit like that, but you know, we could do business, we could work, which is seems to be damn near impossible in AEW right now. So that's why we're getting collision. Yes. Uh, Collision, the new Saturday show. It's been said that this is going to be the CM Punk show in, in so many words. Um, apparently, there's going to be a split of the roster, a split of talent on the roster. I think that is a bad, bad, bad idea to be split in that roster, bro. Well, the issue is, is that you have so much talent, 
some talent that is barely ever on TV. So you can't really say that they're all stars, but you're spreading yourself way more thin with this talent mm-hmm. and you only have one world title. So is MJF going to be wrestling on both shows? I don't think so. So like, that's what's, what's confusing me about this setup. Yeah. Like I think the prediction of if you're, if you don't really care about who's right or wrong in that situation, you just want to get paid or you just want to like be on the show. You're going to be on both. Like, you know, playing defense if you if you really want to call it that like whatever dramas between the the punk and elites not gonna stop me from you know being on either show getting tv time which should be the mentality for a lot of people but you know uh we see in a lot of AEW wrestlers more or less picking sides already in some shape or fashion um but yeah I, I i do feel that this is not a great idea like when the when the you know this quote unquote draft coming around after like the first round, what the fuck are we doing? We're fighting over Butcher Blade. <laughs> We're fighting over Kip Sabian. Like, what talent are like? Do we really care about that? Could be a difference maker to make me want to watch one show over the other. And who realistically is is after Punk on that mid card? Can you say is is going to be? A game changer in a lot of ways. I I, I think that it, it's it's very risky for them to, to to do this, and not only that, you're splitting your fan base. A lot of your fan base likes both of these guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they, they like both of these te- of these warring factions. And uh, you know, you and most likely it's just like, well, we as a consumer, like, we don't have to pick a side. Like, I doubt there's like people that were just like, man, I'm watching SmackDown only. Fuck wrong. Yeah. But but making them do it, I think, is even worse, Cyrus. Like it's like, you're, yeah. it's like whether you like it or not. If you want to see CM Punk, he's not going to be on the show with the Elite, and he's only working one day a week now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's cr- like I I foresee Collision getting that first major pop uh, of ratings that the first usual. <laughs> yeah, the usual, and and then it's going to go back to to what it is. But there's always going to be that weirdness there. And there's the, there's a weirdness that the, the general public doesn't know about, and there's a weirdness that the actual you know people who watch this know about. And I think that there's gonna that there's gonna come to a it's gonna come to odds there. Like what who do we who do we ride with? Who do we side with? Yeah. Um not that I'm picking the elite side, but dog, I got shit to do on Saturday, which is not watch wrestling. So I'll be watching <laughs> dynamite only. <laughs> Like, of course, I'll, I'll I'll always be watching the first episode and I'll watch matches matches if they interest me and stuff like that. Like, but I'm I'm giving this show the same treatment that I'm giving level up like this. Time slot is not ideal. For, for I don't think any wrestling program. Yeah, for anything. And I think that what. I just think Saturday is just such a tough time in a way that Wednesdays aren't for them. Like to a mm-hmm. point where, where again, like, yes, yeah, they'll have to go against playoffs, but then you have to go against right now. You're going against the summertime. You know what I'm saying? You're going against a lot oh, of yeah. things against you when you do this. So do you feel like they're setting punk up to fail here with this Saturday show? Or do you think they're setting the elite up to fail with this, with this whole split? Uh, the a discussion that I had with Corn last week is just like we don't really know if Collision is even going to be the punk show. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know which show belongs to which, but whoever gets Collision is on a dummy mission. Because 
Wednesday is just like, you know, people just work. And when you're, you come off work, you're not really planning on going out or anything like that. So you just come home, watch wrestling, you know, dinner, sleep, like it, it, like watching the dynamite would be very routine to somebody who just came off a shift at work. Mm -hmm. And then since, you know, the weekends are normally when people don't fucking work, they're not planning on wanting to stay home. And if they do, maybe they're not really want to watch wrestling. Yes. They want to watch a movie or something, or, you know, go hang out with friends or you know, have friends over. come over, you know, yeah. it, it, like, I, I know like we could easily joke and be like wrestle, like wrestling fans have no life, but it's just like, if I had to choose between watching collision or a concert or going out with my friends or going to eat or just playing video games with the homies, like I'm not choosing collision at all. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's, it's just, it's something we got to wait and see because I, I don't know if this is going to end well. I feel like a lot of people are, are thinking the same thing. I, and you got to think like, if you're CM Punk, you got to be like, okay, if this is what it takes, whatever, I'm just going to do my time. And when it, when it's time for me to get the fuck out of here, I'm going straight to wherever the fuck I'm going to go to. Right. I, yeah. I think if you just want to bide your time, just ride the contract out. Do you really want to like have your own show for that? Yeah, like, it, it goes back into what I feel as though it, it is his new character trait here is that he's going to finish the contract out because he never got to finish the WWE one out. You know, oh, that's going to be a crazy story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You see that's it. it. Yeah, you, you could. It. You could. You could with that one. You see oh. it. He, he didn't get to finish out that contract with WWE. However, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, he's going to finish this out and he's going to say, I finally finished out this contract and I'm going to go back to the, to WWE and finish it if he wants to and finish it the way that, that I had intended to finish it that time. So who knows? Oh man, that's going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just like, you know, what is it? Three, four years left on that contract. And then having to manage a show that's like, you know, most likely not going to do great in ratings or whatever. And still with the implicate, like, still keep in mind that we don't know whose show is actually going to belong to who. But like, I do think like you could easily pin bad ratings on uh, of collision on punk just being like, you know, you just don't got it. And it's just like it's just a really unfortunate time slot. That's what's going to happen. What if what if and, and, and humor me here? OK. The year is 2025, right? Mm -hmm. WWE landscape has Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and the returning CM Punk to WWE. I'll see you later, AEW. You're fucking cooked, yeah. No, but even more than that, do these guys do these guys work it out there? Do does WWE make money with this program if they all leave there and go to another company? Uh, I feel like WWE is gonna ultimately give them an ultimatum, and just be like, "Hey, yo, like this is a different landscape. Like y'all gonna have to work together." Yeah, uh, it's, like, it's like a not split like, y'all niggas, and we not split y'all niggas. <laughs> yeah, like do you? Well, I feel like. It's, it would be it, yeah it would be easy for them to just be like all right y'all this brand that that brand mm -hmm. but then like when mania come around y'all y'all gonna scrap in whatever uh stadium that uh there no no they're not hey they don't do that at that company bro like just <laughs> not anymore at least but like you know it, it, it's just like 
the, the knives that they have out in AEW right now would be put away once they're in that landscape because, you know, it's just more like there's more leadership there. And it's just like, I, I feel like Paul would actually be a decent mediator rather than FTR who uh, is going to be mediating whatever that fucking meeting is. It's just like, there's no way you guys are partial when you're saying that you wish Punk was back. Right. Absolutely. Um, Paul just, I, I feel like Triple H is being like, you know, we just got to work it out. And if you guys don't work want to work together, that's fine. But when that time comes, y'all better must have like, you know, man the fuck up and do business. They need to man the fuck up right now. Oh, it's too late. Because <laughs> who, who's, who's asking them to do business? Besides Punk just being like, please work with me. Tony Khan's not enforcing shit. Punk having the bag is crazy. Let me just say, like, they got Punk looking crazy out here. Yeah. Looking very crazy for him to go back to that company. Let me just say, I could go a whole hour on why it's crazy for him to go back to that company, but we don't have enough time for that. Let, let, let's get to the next point. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Chris Jericho and CM Punk meeting happened where FTR was the mediator that uh, I just referenced. Um, supposedly, it went well. Of course it's uh, going to go Of course it is. Punk, yeah. You know why it's going to go well, Cyrus? Because Punk wants to leave. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to stay and do whatever he can. My mom says this all the time, and I think I've said this, I think I've said this um, before on one of our shows. Sometimes you have, to, you have to ease your head out of the lion's mouth. Sometimes you okay. just got to slowly get out of the lion's mouth. And I feel like this is what it is. He, he, he's just going to do or say whatever he can to get the fuck out of this company. And that's what I feel like is happening right now. Yeah. Amazing terminology as well, uh, saying that uh, he has to deal with the lion heart, Chris Jericho here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I'll say whatever to make you happy. Am I going to do it? We'll see. <laughs> so, so Jericho has to be beating Adam Cole here. There's no way he goes into the. This is a month away, damn near. That Punk will have to at least be talked about. Well, I guess yes. Jericho. I guess Jericho could lose this and be like, "Ah, I'm so mad. I want to face a real nigga or some shit." I don't know. Whatever weird dynamite booking. Um, I don't think that it's too immediate, but I definitely think like you need. They need to start planning something like by the end of May. So they could really start trying to sell out that stadium in Wembley or the uh, Wembley Stadium. Yeah, for sure. Um, if not, oh my lord, bro, what could that feud even fucking be? I called you a stooge online, and I didn't like. It's going to be work shoot bullshit, Cyrus. You oh, already, yeah, I, I forgot about the stooge uh, thing. You know, um, already know what it is. And the only thing that's going to make it even more stupid is that the fact that we know these guys met and hugged and, and kissed and made up. So they're going to be doing all this shit's going to be fake bullshit. So there yeah. it is. Uh, well, that's unfortunate. All right. That's a, that's enough about punk. Um, <laughs> more punk next week, <laughs> most likely. Um, we had two huge announcements happening this week, but I'm going to start the one that really pertains to this show. We have the uh, the Owen Hart Cup tournament thing they uh, they AEW will be doing, and it's going to be taking place uh, during that summer tour, um, the summer tour in Canada, which I think is smart. I think that's great. But why the fuck wasn't this in the press release when you let us know initially about what you're going to be doing in the summer? That's that's what I say. Here's my thing with AEW Summer. 
there's too much shit for people to remember. Way yeah. Why did you announce this so far out? So early and it's so far out. I would have announced this in June or, or it starts at double or nothing. I would have announced it before double or nothing. It's still April, bro. I would, I would have saved this. This could have honestly been a press release or an email or yeah, it, IG it video. Could, it could have really been on that press release that just let uh let it let people know that they're going to be in canada uh for you know forbidden door and all that so um i just thought this was weird just another huge you know huge announcement to get people to watch and it was just like oh i forgot that you guys were even doing that um yeah, it, it, it's a lot of me you have you have that tournament you have double or nothing which is going to have a bunch of matches then you're going to have wembley stadium they still haven't confirmed if all of uh if all out is happening that week after. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me tell you right now, bad yeah. idea to have that that yeah. forbidden door and f- to have four pay-per-views in two months. That's a bad idea. They'd wrap up a lot of storylines really fucking fast, but... Um, They'd have none. <laughs> they would yeah. have none. You got to think, in between Double or Nothing and what? Forbid- well, Forbidden Door is after Collision or before? Uh... I think it's before. So you have two pay-per-views then. Then you're going to have a second show that has to have a storyline set up for Wembley. And then you're going to do all, all in right after that or all out right after that. And that, that's going to be weird uh, having, you know, the roster split between Collision and Dynamite. But, you know, when it's time to come for pay-per-views, is Punk and the Elite going to be allowed in the same building? Yeah, they have to be. I think Punk will eventually relent and say, listen, you keep them on that side, I'll keep them on this side. I, they're, <laughs> like, here's my thing. They're gonna talk. They might not work they together. Got, they have to. But they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna talk. And that's just gonna be what it is. You know what, what was interesting to me also? Who, who is, is, is Hangman injured? Probably, honestly. He hasn't been around for so long and then they kind of substituted him with Takeshita. Um, soon as soon as the Punk stuff came around, he disappears oh, again. Oh yeah, as is he finally getting uh, fucking punished for kind of starting it? <laughs> Saying, "Hey, I'm just a, hey, I'm just making observations." Yeah, I honestly, I would, I wouldn't be too surprised if that was the case. Um, but now, yeah, that is so much to do, and it's just like, <sighs> hey man, I wish them yeah. the worst of luck. <laughs> you got a long, a long summer ahead of you, buddy. Yeah, that shit ruining my vibe already, bro. Um, all right. So, and then next, I know you're kind of sick of it already because it's been going back and forth insanely on on the Discord, which you could join for twenty dollars on Patreon. Um, the new WWE Heavyweight Championship, mm-hmm. heavy emphasis on the Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh. Just want to ask uh, the start, like, how do you like the look? I like it. I, I thought TV didn't do it justice. On oh, TV, it, was, it was shining way too hard on TV. Yeah, when I saw it on TV, I said, it's all right. And then I saw <laughs> the actual product shots and I said, oh, no, yeah, this is this is this is good. I, I think that it retains some of that slim look of the of the winged eagle. Um, and then it kind of takes some of the elements of the big gold and puts them together. I mm-hmm. could talk Triple H help design this shit because this is such a Triple H ass belt. Um, really, uh, with all the lion decals on it. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I mean, lucky there wasn't any skulls on there, either. Either, but um, I like the the big W on the on the front. I, I think that's one thing that that 
I've always kind of liked about the AEW belts is that they have the logo front and center. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that the way that the logo is kind of presented on this belt is less gaudy than the actual the, the other belts they have. And, and the other belts that Roman holds, they, they grew on me. They had to grow on me. They, I wasn't a big oh, fan. The, uh, like the hexagon? <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wasn't a big like fan it. at first. But I like the I like that the W's not set in anything. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 there's nothing like around it. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it's it's kind of its own big thing there, and it's a different color, which is really cool too. Um, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the of the, of the uh, heavyweight championship when I when I saw it. I, I think that the discourse around it is just really funny, and I think the discourse is just uh, conversation for conversation's sake. I, th- I think that yes, I think that online you're allowed to to be given a, a lot of. I, I think that sometimes, and again, we're doing a podcast about it. But I think that that sometimes we we tend to like overthink a lot of a lot of stuff where it could just be what it what it says. And I feel as though the show on Monday it, it conveyed exactly what they wanted to do with this belt. I think that they were. I think the Triple H and specifically the writers and creative were very specific in the fact that they said that we need to have a champion on this, um, on this brand yes. or whatever brand that Roman isn't isn't going to be on, and. Did so much that I mean to the point where they almost felt like they threw him under the bus. Where it was like, "Yo, like Roman don't want to be here. We need to have a champion that wants to be here, right?" Yeah. So Triple H introduces it, and then Seth Rollins kind of goes further. I, I felt as though Triple H did a did a you know he did an okay job. And then Rollins kind of kind of raised the the stakes there by saying, "Hey, I'm the one guy that this, this that, that Roman's never beat. I need to have this. This is what I have my eyes on." And I think that that's a really cool way to to put it there if yeah. they want to be that first one that gets that title, you know? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people express championship aspirations now that a new opportunity has come around. And uh, I, I, as far as like throwing like Roman under the bus, I do think that Triple H managed to get Roman a lot of heat without Roman actually having to be there. And I thought yes. that was like really cool. Like that really did him, a, uh, did him a service. Yes. Um, and and I think they're very, they're very careful not to, not to, to, they were they were very careful to have Cody say specifically and bluntly, "I am only focused on this thing right now. I am not focused on that thing." So it's like you have oh, to. Oh yeah, it, it's getting that, people. That was away. very important. That was very important as well. It's very important to have the to have these people say this, and there's a sense of like inferiority with that title. And I, yes, I've said it already, and I, I think that I'm not even going to get into to what Roman's doing with it. I, I think that there's nothing wrong, in particular, with people having been beat by Roman Reigns. I think that was the story, right? That was the story going forward was that he was beating everyone. Now that we have this new belt, this is a new thread of the story that has nothing to do with the Roman thread of it. Just because somebody wins that belt does not mean that it's like, oh, you lost to Roman, so we're going to give you this belt. There, oh, he, didn't yeah. beat everybody. he didn't beat everybody. There, there is not everyone that he beat, but it's people that need opportunities. And I feel like for people to keep saying, you need to split the belts, you need to have Roman lose, you need to have this person win the belt. There needs to be champions in every show. We've said it on our own show, on the A show. Yeah. Roman having both those titles has really cratered a lot of people's momentum. That's that's Drew, that's Seth, that's that's in some cases people like Riddle, that's some cases where people, they needed championship matches to kind of be big deals on their show, but they couldn't because of Roman. Finn Balor is another person. You yeah. have an opportunity where they can face, for, they can fight for a top title. It might not be a top title you know, to a lot of people right now, but let's just see what they do with it before May 26. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there's any point of like trying to chop this title at the knees right now. Like I definitely, I definitely made the joke where it was just like, Oh, like this is the, yeah, you can't beat Roman right now. Boss have this like, uh, 
people looking at this title as a participation trophy but it's very explicit for the reason that like this is going to be the hard brand split that everybody's been asking for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think that let's just be clear he's getting his thousand days oh he's yeah at this, at, at this point hey cody <laughs> he's getting his, I, I i'm not and i know this is we're, we're well, done bruno bro <laughs> yeah I, I I'm I'm not too concerned about if, if Cody is going after the title or not. I just I just don't right now. And I could be proven wrong, obviously. I don't feel like he's I don't feel like he's getting that title. I feel like it's very explicit that he will be very busy this summer with other things. Uh shit. We'll see. Oh, but like honestly, like if Cody doesn't really you know, for Kofi Mania, we did like we waited quite a bit. And I don't know, okay. Kofi himself, let's just be clear. Kofi himself waited a long time. Kofi Mania was yeah, just yeah. was just a moment in time for us. Kofi waited yeah, a long right, yes. time. Like, like the, 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 the Cody thing is it's ongoing. This guy's still the top babyface on his show. He's still, if you want to say it and, and you want to really go there, it's either Roman 1A one and, and Cody 1B. Those are the top two guys in the company right now. They are going yeah. to meet again. <laughs> so like, yeah. there's, there's no question about it yeah I, I i'm not being i'm not trying to be like oh man how many are you gonna do rematches like i i love the brock and roman matches so i'm not gonna complain about that but it's just like how like if roman is gonna get that a thousand days is he gonna like actually like surpass bruno uh like the longest reign with like i think it has to be like a hundred and tw- like uh 1200 days yeah i think so i don't know I, a thousand is i feel like a thousand is enough i feel like a thousand is something that you yes can, it's you can hang on. and then he could get the title some other point in time and then you know then he could just pass him in like consecutive days type shit yeah yeah i, I it's to me i've I'm, i've been at peace with the wrestlemania decision for weeks now i feel like a lot of oh, people, yeah i'm cool with it <laughs> i feel like a lot of people aren't and i feel like this is just the most tired talking point it's going away from the fact that, that, you know, there's some real interesting stuff that they're trying to do. And I think that it's being met with a lot of like unfair vitriol where it's just like, we don't even know how this is going to end yet. So let's just see what happens with this title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, willing to just, you know, uh, we'll see how it rocks. Um, all right. So with Bruno, um, that boy held that shit for 4,000 days, right? No, nah, Roman's not holding that long. <laughs> Ain't no spears to dole out, nigga. That's he have to start going to UFC and spearing niggas. There's no way that Roman's keeping it that long. Uh, like he held that shit for four thousand days, and he only had two reigns with the motherfucker. Yo, <laughs> bro, niggas was watching TV with the bunny ears. Yeah, uh, absolutely, a uh, different time, but that is crazy, bro. Yeah, Roman got to come up off that shit, yo. Uh, yeah, like you could, you know, um, I definitely think like, but before like Roman like retires or anything like that, like he will definitely be surpassing like at least Bob Backlund. Yeah, for or, sure. Or like, at least was, Cena. Shit. I was thinking too, yo, like Cena got a bunch of reigns. So 13. like the only, yeah, the, like, like Cena got a bunch of, he, he tied Ric Flair's record. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't see Roman doing that before he's out of there. So for to give him that, like I'm cool with it. Like if they, to give him the, the the biggest run, like this is their legend. This is what they're trying to do. 
And I feel like what people do, like, especially now, like the conversations and, and online and stuff is that they try and make their own legends the way that they want to do it. When this is the way mm-hmm. that this company wants to do it. And it's going to be Roman. They've been trying to do this for so fucking long, Cyrus, with Roman Reigns. You got to yeah, just, they, they, you got to yeah, ride this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to, they're going to ride this to the wheels fall off. They've been trying this for so hard. And now it's an opportunity to, and I, and I also wonder what the lineage is going to be for the world heavyweight championship. And I guess we'll see that when somebody wins it uh, next month. But I want to see if it's going to follow the big gold lineage, which got which got um, unified a long time ago, or if it's going to follow yeah. its own, lineage, which is like the Universal did uh, about five. What was it like eight years ago now? So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we'll see. Hold on, I'm looking at the World Championship or like the big gold, which uh, uh, come on, scroll faster. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be following the big gold lineage. Uh, and then, yeah, the Universal. Yeah, that got like, like that got, well, the thing is, Universal is no more either. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's its own thing now. So mm-hmm. oh, they got some explaining. It, that's their job, not mine. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely got definitely got to hit the, <laughs> y'all figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's y'all 60, not uh, mine. Okay, so for the, the big gold lineage, uh, they would just have to pass, surpass Seamus's uh, 211th day reign. Wait, hold on. That's not right. Oh, Triple H's uh, combined days, it would be the uh, six, uh, 616. Okay. Which is like, God damn. Well, he held it four times, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens or whenever they crown that new champion. But I do think the new belt is interesting. I do think it's nice. Uh, will I buy it? Probably not right now. <laughs> all right now, I gotta I gotta see somebody swaggy wearing it. We'll see. Yeah, you feel me? Uh, next, the, the final thing that we have for in the trenches is um, the dyads uh, release being denied. <laughs> um, Rip Fowler. I don't know which. I don't know if it's the bald one or the one with the hair. One there. Um, okay. It, they basically say that their their contract is going to be up like in the fall time. October. I think October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is enough time for NXT or for them just to be like try to try to make it amends with them if they really want to because I don't think they would have like denied their release if they didn't really plan on like doing something with them right now. Also, the hiring freeze or whatever, so they might be out the door as soon as that's over. I, um, I, my thing is is this like people are like why won't you let them out their deal? I'm like because more like look at Kevin Durant. <laughs> look at Kevin Durant. Look at all these people. Like this is just what happens when you're when 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 this type of shit happens. Like you sign a contract, they fully expect for you to finish that contract. It don't ain't no boohoo clause in a contract. That's that's just yeah. Like that that's just not what happens, right? So uh, you know, I I I think that ultimately, um, it's it's a it's a shame that they can't work it out. I know a lot of people think that they're gonna try to work it out and get it. I, I just don't know if those guys want to be there anymore. And I mean, yeah. I, there's a whole company full of tag teams that ain't doing shit on on Wednesdays that they could go to and and look like big deals. But um, I like the bald one though. Uh, what's the other guy? Um, Rip Fowler and uh, I do not know the other dude's name. Can 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 having cap you down, but Zach Gibson. Zach Gibson. There you go. I like Zach Gibson. I like him a lot. I think they're actually really good workers, but they got saddled with a bad gimmick. I, I think that mm-hmm. 
No, give him a, it's not even a wacky gimmick. I just think schism is just, it's just so back and forth. Like they never win anything. And I, and I think that's really the, the issue is that like, they never want to go full bore with them and, and it's pretty tiring. And now I, I mean, even in NXT this week, I was like, man, Gacy and, and, um, Gacy and, 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 uh, and Ava look good. Just the two of them. By themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they look fine like that. I don't know. So. Yeah, so it might be cooked for them. But, like, I, I definitely think, like, just because they say that, like, we'll be free agents or whatever by that time comes doesn't mean they can't resign between then and now. Right. So uh, we'll see what, whatever happens with them. Uh just wanted to keep it short with that one uh, before we head into Dynamite here. Uh, but let's start it. I'm going to kind of go a little bit backwards because I didn't think um, – Omega and uh, Takeshita was actually going to main event. <laughs> so uh, we'll start with the Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen match uh, for what would soon be, I, I guess, like it's the finals of the pillar tournament, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, AW Dynamite tonight as a whole was just really an okay show. I It, it was just like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just a bunch of like, what type stuff going on? I, I think that the Sammy and, and, and Darby match, I, I just can't for the life of me figure out why you have him do a 6.30 out of the ring onto a table and mm-hmm. have Darby crawl back into the ring and beat a count. He might as well just go up to MJF and just win the title tomorrow because he's the, he's one of the greatest, he's one of the greatest niggas I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> strong and resilient <laughs> like bro I've, I've never seen anything like this and you also killed the 630 right like you you killed yeah. that as a move like it, it doesn't matter anymore that you've seen someone get put through a table with that move and still get up and still continue a match and not sell any of it the match was i thought it started off well and then when the high spot start the high spot started it was good i thought mgf was fucking unbearable and, and this commentary team's already bad Adding MJF yes. to it on fucking bearable. Um, what is it? Uh, that that would be a theme throughout the whole night. Um, especially especially when you actually pay attention to the fucking show, you just realize how stupid commentary sounds. Um, throughout this whole match, Taz is talking about a pickle. Um, you have MJF and Tony Schiavone going back and forth like children. Like Tony, like we get it. You don't like the nigga, bro. Like. It's just cartoon. Do some color commentary. Do some color commentary and shut the fuck up. And then like, uh, Excalibur try to be play by play, but you know, Tony Khan wants to. I, I mean, uh, Tony Schiavone wants to get himself over and just talk so much shit to MJF. Yeah, and and I mean the pickle jar was just like, like Taz is eating the whole time on commentary. Like, just get him out the fucking booth. Yeah, it, they're not gonna do that. But um, it it it, it, it again took away from the match in a lot of ways, and, and I think that. After the match, I mean, Sammy defeats uh, defeats Darby uh, uh, via DQ. Via DQ, uh, which is why are you oh. keeping like? Because last week it was Jungle Boy with the with, with the, the count out, right? Yeah, it was just like yeah. you're keeping these guys strong for what? Like it, like we know what's gonna happen. So he wins via DQ, and then you get this stupid, crazy boy. Like Tony Schiavone gets on the mic and is just automatically has the power to call match or, or to yeah. To oh, oh, t- Tony Khan made the call in, and then I got to relay the message. Um, but I was just like, did we really need to have like this weird tournament uh, or gauntlet, the the infamous MJF gauntlet for this? Like, I think they were doing kind of well. So like uh, a few weeks ago, 
not doing it. Like they were really showing restraint, which was surprising to me. But like, you guys have this ranking system. You always want to talk about motherfuckers going undefeated and shit. That shit is why, gone. <laughs> yeah, but like, why couldn't it be that these pillars are just trying to like race each other to the top, but in the end, they all like catch up to each other? I think the the real question here is is that why was why couldn't you have some really cool story? The way, yeah, some some cool stories to do it. I, I I think that there's there's a real, you know, I, I didn't think the promo was good, but I thought that the 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 animosity with 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 uh, Darby and, and Jungle Boy was palatable. Like it, it was something yeah. that you could have built this program on and led to the MJF match. I feel I feel like you could have started with these two, added Sammy into this, and it's them three and the MJF coming out and talking shit on them. Like I, I feel like you could have done some really cool stuff with just these three guys going to this without having to do the, and, and come tournament. on, who, yeah, the tournament or the Sammy stuff with MJF. It's just silly. There's no way I will believe that MJF who conned the whole world into thinking he was going to be a baby face late last year into believing that Sammy Guevara really is going to let him do a finger poke of doom at double or nothing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's, it's crazy. Um, I don't like, the way that they kept talking about a commentary, I was just like, dog, it's not going to happen, Shivani. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Like, yeah. like shut the hell up, bro. Like, you think uh, you think Sammy is really going to lay down? And, to- and MJF is just like, yes, nigga, I paid him. And, and Cyrus, you started watching wrestling a couple years ago, right? Not, not too long ago. Yeah. Let's say you had just started watching and you got into AEW and they keep referencing this thing that happened. 20, oh, the figure poke of doom. <laughs> 20 years before you started watching this shit. What are you, why are y'all even talking about the finger poke of doom? That is, that is again, speaking, you're, you're, you're speaking to, to the small room, not the big room. You're small, you're, spe- you're speaking to like diehard people that remember what the fuck that was. You don't mm-hmm. need to talk about the finger poke of doom anymore. That shit is so old that no, there's a reason why other companies don't reference that. I know WWE had a hard on for the, for the screw job, but I get on them for that too. Why are you still talking about this? <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially when like neither party like hbk or like uh what is it uh brett are even like involved with the company anymore at this point so it's just like it's fucking whatever but, it would like, be dumb for them to, it would be it would be like if they went to montreal and sammy versus roman did a screw job finish and it's like you you guys have beaten this with a dead horse so it's like you're now on tv hearing them keep reference this thing that happened but not reference who was involved so it's like, are you, are you making the people go Google this and figure out what this is? And also, why would you why would you threaten that? It just doesn't seem it doesn't seem right to me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, MJF just being like, ha ha ha. I'm going to give everybody a shit main event because, you know, I paid my way into it. I was just like, that's not really healers to me. I just think that's really stupid. What honestly should have just been the story is like MJF is like extremely confident that he is the best world champion and all these other pillars are really shitty, like he's been saying already. So why the fuck is he ducking them? I'll beat all you motherfuckers with no fucking problem. This, is, this to me just screams... Because again, they announced the Pillars tag team, and I'm going to yeah. guess that Darby and Jungle Boy pin Sammy, uh, and that leads to the four-way. And, and I think that's that's pretty much how we're going to get to this match. Everyone knows... What it- <laughs> and then Sammy is, the, is like the weakest nigga going into the match. Someone's got to take that pin. Or it doesn't finish. Or you do yeah, a fuck. Yeah, uh, w- the fuck finish would be crazy. Uh, it, it very likely, though. But after this sort of match, MJF and um, Sammy Guevara are, like, storming out of the uh, the arena mad, upset. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, MJF is about to ride off. 
And then Sammy Kovar tries to get in the car, and MJF just like, oh, big guy. <laughs> you can't get in the back. There's no space in here, and they pan to the empty car, and it was just like, oh, brother. That was funny. I thought, I thought, the, pan, I thought the pan was funny. I, I was like, uh, like they, they laid it on a little thick with the pan, but I can see that the car is empty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the cameraman just being like, really? Uh, hey, you know, these, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> these two niggas, these, these two niggas kissing and shit. Oh, yeah, hugging and stuff. And I just like, uh huh. <laughs> I'm glad that didn't come across. <laughs> I already know what you're about to play. Freaky ass niggas. Hey, put that in the put that in the show, bro. Um, there's no continuity on this fucking show because, as I firmly remember, MJF and Jericho don't like each other, and Sammy Guevara is Jericho's bump guy. Um, mm. why are you kissing and hugging this nigga? Like, and then always. In AEW, if you're part of a faction and you're part of the world title, your faction is not involved. No, never. <laughs> like, Jericho should be coming up to Sammy just being like, you really fucking with this nigga? Like, for real? <laughs> Nasty. Um, <laughs> or like, you know, Jericho motivating him to like bring it back home. But, you know, he's just obsessed with Adam Cole. And I'm strange. We can, <laughs> yeah, we can get into that now. Adam Cole, uh, Adam Cole speaks and Adam Cole is just talking, saying that he's going to beat up Jericho, blah, 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 this and that. Come out, I'm going to come get you. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jericho comes on to Tron. It was just like, motherfucker, I'm not coming out. Kiss my ass. He said, you let your, you let your wifey get beat up. You ain't doing shit about it. (laughs) (laughs) You a soft ass motherfucker. Who lets that happen? And then I saw these strange men in strange outfits. They dress like this every week. Yes. The, the JSA, uh, the uh, the Jericho uh, nut huggers come out to beat on Adam, Adam Cole, and uh, Orange Cassidy and did Bandito show up to that? I thought uh, yes, I only Bandito showed up to that. Okay, random group of niggas. Um, strange. AKA, <laughs> Kyle, is- Kyle's not good, and Bobby not coming back. Maybe what a strange. And I mean, I guess we could get to the to the debut here. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the the J the the Jericho JAS come out and they beat they they overpower Bandito Adam Cole and uh, Orange Cassidy and you hear some music nobody knows what it is I'm no. gonna mess with you the logo spinning didn't do nothing for me I didn't know who the fuck that was until he ran the, out <laughs> it, to me when that logo came up it looked like S R S and I said nigga what the fuck is Sean Ross Sapp doing <laughs> I was like what the fuck is he doing here. Are you serious? Like, this is what you want to do? And then it's fucking Roger Strong. And I'm just like, I feel so bad for him, bro. Roger Strong, who was on in back in the ghetto. Back to AEW. We'd already known that he well, he requested his release or it was rumored he requested his release. He's been silent, stayed silent. Last time we saw him, he was he was in a hospital bed. I guess he ain't never get out. I guess he just died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess the surgery didn't go well. The, the, the the marathon stopped for him, bro. Yeah, it, it, it definitely fucking did. It stops now. Uh, he comes out, gives everyone a bunch of his moves, takes off his shirt. He looks tinier than ever. I don't know how he looks tinier than when he the last time we saw him, but he, but he definitely definitely is there. It also makes sense for him to be in Florida. He's he I think he lives yeah close. He he lives in Florida. He comes out, 
big pop, holy shit chant. Uh, then uh, him and Adam Cole hug. Once again, referencing something from another company. Yeah. <laughs> they could have just been cool. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have yeah. to do I, I, I promise you didn't have to do the, the fake Sammy KO hug. They could have just dapped up. You didn't have to do that. Um, and then you see uh, OC and Adam Cole looking at each other. So I guess the beef is squashed. What a, no, no, I, no continuity, bro. No continuity whatsoever. This dude was making your life a living hell literally a year ago. And y'all are cool again. I, and, and again, this happens in wrestling. I'm not trying to say it doesn't happen in wrestling. There's usually a buildup to it. There's usually a, the buildup to this was uh, at Orange Cassidy hearing about from Renee after their after the match with Bandito yeah. hearing about the, the stuff that was going on with Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy deciding to do something about it. That was your that happened 20 minutes before that. <laughs> that yeah, that, that was your that. whole that was your whole build up to it. Um, and then I'm just like, all right, Orange Cassidy and Bandito, you're helping out Adam Cole for whatever reason. You just want to do the right thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But Orange Cassidy, you also have a group of niggas. Why'd they help you? Like, I swear, people are in factions for no fucking reason. And, and I think that putting Adam Cole, serious Adam Cole with silly ass Orange Cassidy is not the move either. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just, definitely not. Just, it's just not the move. I, it, it, it's a strange thing. But, but I mean, ultimately, Roger Strong is back. He's put right back with Adam Cole. I... I'm sorry. I, I can't help but think that this just looks this this is just silly to me. I, I, I think that again, you're re-rocking this whole thing once again. You're putting you're put you're doing the same thing, Cyrus. They're doing the same thing that they did when Adam first got there. And that's put him with people that we've seen him with for five years before this. Yeah. And like even if you don't want, you know, even if you want to say, oh, but like they were like a thing before this, like before NXT or whatever, right? Dog, do something different. Just entertain the thought of doing something different. Entertain me. <laughs> like, I get it. You could do it because they have great chemistry and, like, you know, they have that history in ROH or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, it's not like that history of them in ROH is going to get, you know, hugely referenced. Mm-hmm. They referenced it on commentary when he came out. They were together in R- or they, they had a team in ROH or something like that. And, just god awful way to introduce him, by the way. Uh, and then, and then it's just like, oh man, can I watch the stuff that you know when they were together in ROH? No, no. Where where did where where is Roger Strong in nine months in AEW? Uh, probably still in this fucking feud with Jericho. Um, and if not that, he gets beat up by the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, and then he is pure wrestling champion wrestling shibata again i definitely see roh in the future <laughs> i definitely see roh in the future just back, just back to roh um i mean it, it is what it is hopefully we'll we'll hear more details about it i'm hoping that it's a i can't get cleared situation rather than i left um i think it's we'll the, see. I, I think it's the latter i really feel like it's the latter they all wanted to go so, I mean, Cal O'Reilly this this week said that he, you know, his career would be nothing without Adam Cole. He'll he'll, he'll go with him. We knew he was a nut hugger already, but I I thought Roger was gonna be his own man. Nah, not at all. It was a like, Also, you 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 had a great position trying to help 
like you know I, I saw people like just being like oh man Cassius Ono like earn uh you know deserve more or whatever but I was just like I was really cool with Roger Strong being in that role like with the creeds because you know it just it worked for me at least um I know people had uh issues with Roger Strong just being bitter or whatever but like you know he could have rocked back with Damian Kemp and shit like that you know ultimately I mean Adam Cole must have that good pussy bro because they they love that nigga (laughs) love that nigga bro I was about to say something crazy but let's move on to the main event uh we had Kenny Omega defeating Takeshita and uh, oh, Butcher whoa, whoa. and Blade. No, it was Kenny Omega and Takeshita defeating Butcher and Blade. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, they're in a tag team. First time tag team. It was supposed to be a big deal. Um, and they defeated. Defe- no. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, they defeat Butcher and Blade. I think the match is whatever. Oh yeah. Um, it it was it was very botch. It was it was botch heavy. Um, a lot no, of spots. no chemistry with any of these people in this match, not at all. Um, and I and I usually do like Butcher and the Blade, like, I do think they have a look, and I do think like they're decent wrestlers for the most part, but then they just paired themselves with Kip Sabian and mm-hmm. you know, whatever the fuck he's got going on. And then it's the faction as a whole, like, if they took a group picture, they would look stupid as hell. <laughs> um, it was, it was it wasn't it was probably on the lesser and again like tonight's episode was a lot of matches that were on the lesser end of what you would expect from a dynamite match it, it, it was yeah. a there was no second gear to a <clears throat> to a lot of these matches other than like jade's shockingly finding a, a second gear in, in a six minute match with with uh with, with, with <laughs> Taya. but but i i think there was not i think kenny was absolutely kind of the ring general here right like he was he was doing everything mm-hmm. in this match and Toward the end, you you get the you get the Gaga, and there was a, a lot of blown spots here, which you, I, I'm not gonna look over it. It, it, it was there, um, mm-hmm. but they defeat them finally, and you get uh, Daniel. Um, we didn't even mention it. That Brian Danielson was on commentary. And yeah, <laughs> uh, it sounded much better than MJF on commentary. He didn't really go back and forth with uh, Tony Schiavone as much, so that was cool. Um, they at least tr- they at this point they at least tried to get uh danielson's like perspective on you know his ops yeah he was i i wasn't listening to his commentary i wasn't i couldn't listen to the commentary at this point but no it's fine it, it was it was uh, it was definitely like a, a a big decision to have what they ended the show with be another big uh brawl and beat down we're um, featuring a screwdriver <laughs> featuring a screwdriver bucks come out they get taken over they super kick mocks and um, just a bunch of silly shit at the end. And then, uh, Ta- Kenny's trying to go for the screwdriver to, uh, to catch this says, no, don't do it. And then he ends up getting the screwdriver. And then, and then I'm just like, motherfucker, just guess so why the fuck do you care? Yeah, it was, it was weird. And, and I guess I, I feel two ways about this. Cause I feel as though Callis is going to turn and I feel like to catch will too, because Daniel, I feel like Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson is going to eventually brainwash him. And I think that's what's going to happen. Like, I, I, it's just very clear as day that they're trying to break the elite off. I, it, it, this is my theory, Zars. I really think they're trying to wind these guys down by November when, they're, when uh, Kenny's contract is up. Just beat, beat them the fuck down. Um, well, not beat them down, but do all the big programs and get a lot of the people away from them and, and moving on to other things. I, I feel like... You, you got to do Kenny Bryan again. You could probably do Kenny and Mox again. 
you do these big matches and then he can he can go about his way because those are like the last people if he's not going to work with punk those are the last two people that he really realistically could work with in the next nine months yeah that would be a big deal um i and i can't say that i care too much about this program um, it's pretty. I, it, it's like of, of all of the long running stories on this show, it was this one that got like the most time tonight. Yeah, and I just you know I do think this is kind of like I don't know. I want to say I like this better than the pillar story, but I don't actually think I do. The pillar story um, is awful. The pillar story is awful. I think, but like I also think this story is really awful. Like Danielson just calling niggas amateurs and shit like that, and just being like we're we're you know just a we're real pro wrestler shit is it's, it's so fucking tiring speaking to the small room speaking to the small room like it, this shit doesn't really interest me at all and then like the back and forth shit we're trying to like put screwdrivers in each other's heads and then you know it's happening to all parties but either faction mm-hmm like it happened to Hangman, but it's not happening to anybody in the elite. It happened to Tizzy Castro, but it's not happening to anybody, you know, um, in the uh, in the BCC. Yeah. So it's just like we're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna bring in miscellaneous people to trade screwdrivers with. <laughs> you need to have a screwdriver on the pole match. Fuck it. Yeah, like I, this is most likely gonna end in like uh, what is it? Stadium Stampede or Anarchy in the Arena type thing. And I'm just like, that's not really a wrestling match that the BCC says that they're like complete masters of. Mm -hmm. Like you guys are supposed to be the technical gifted people. And then all your blow offs or all your really big matches doesn't really involve showing your technical prowess. So it's just like, like, what do you guys really like stand for? They stand for blood. Give it, yeah, blood, guts, and I, I, I think I, I think Punk is starting to not Punk, but um, Danielson starting to look like the cult leader type vibe again. I think that if they go with that role, I would be cool with that. I think that would be a cool role for them to go, like to have him be the the Jim Jones of <laughs> the BCC cult. I mean, I mean, if he's gonna go back to a heel, he might as well go back to like his most famous heel incarnation, right? Yeah. It makes um, it to me. It's just, I mean, whatever. There's a lot of long feuds that I can't really say that I, any of these really have my interest or anything like that. But um, just to end this part so we can go into the quick hits, um, Takesha takes a screwdriver and then they try to get a shot of him bloody but the cameraman gets a terrible angle. A terrible camera angle. So you just get blood on the forearm. None of it's going on to catch this face, so you can't get that visual at all. And then to catch the look, shows over. Um, to catch the looked really amateur in this. I think he still needs a little bit, a little bit more. He he looked that that great to me. Um. Uh, he like although he like won this match, but like it's against Butcher Blade. Who gives a shit? Um, yeah, it's true. They they beat him the fuck down. Like I I don't really care about Tekesha. Like I don't really think he's all that that interesting. Like he's definitely had like some really good matches in the past, but it's just like there's nothing really to gravitate towards off just good match guy because. Mm-hmm. 
I could watch a million good matches and just, you know, I, I watch good matches on the indies. I don't remember any of those motherfuckers' names by the end of it. I feel like tonight had one good match. Um, which one do you feel like it was the really good one? The, o- the, the OC match was really good. Okay, I agree as well. Um, like, yeah. Uh, speaking of the match, let's get into the quick hits. We get uh, Orange Cassidy defeating Bandito here. Um, very long match to start the show. So long. Um, <laughs> I... I think this match is fine. I think this match is like the best on the show. Um, what kills it for me, well, not kill it, but like what like was killing me at watching it is Excalibur always saying that Bandito went back to Mexico, trained with his master so he could counter all Orange Cassidy's offense. And I'm just like, you don't got to get the story here is can Orange Cassidy uh, you continue the, the streak? That's the only thing that matters here. Keep it yeah, to that, the- that's, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, you had to go back to Mexico, train with your master to beat the nigga that put his hands in his pockets. <laughs> really? And then you know he 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 does a couple like you know really tight like roll ups or whatever, and then you know Bandito counters it, and then Excalibur goes, "That's what he went to Mexico for that you know to counter offense like that," and then he doesn't win. I I, I mean, he was never gonna win. But yeah, he was never gonna I, win, but I was just like I, I think that the 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 they're trying to give story to something where they don't have to. You could just say Bandito is trying to get a big win. Bandito just debuted, he's been off TV for a couple of weeks, he's been looking yeah. at Cassidy, he's been studying tapes, and this he's even though he's been backstage, he's been studying tapes on on, on Cassidy, right? So this is what he's gonna do tonight. Da, 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 da. And I think that's how you do it. It's just simple. I, I think that yeah. For all of what Excalibur people people love Excalibur for, I think he is too verbose and trying to make up for the bullshit we see on screen every week. Uh, yeah. And then the match was just, yeah, just regular Orange Cassidy stuff. Like, I, I say regular Orange Cassidy stuff, like, not that he's, like, having bad matches or whatever, but it's just, like, it's just the usual. Yeah. It, it, and, and the usual... Hey, it's good. We all love we 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 all love uh, chicken Alfredo or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> as much as, as much as Twitter try to downplay it. <laughs> right, hey, uh, Alfredo again, honey. Yeah, we. Hey, that's Orange Cassidy. <laughs> You're gonna get the the old faithful. Yeah. Um. Next, we get uh, Jade Cargill defeats Taya Valkyrie in the title match. Jade continues the streak with no Statlander return. Um, it seems like this thing is most likely going to continue. I don't think it should because she lost pretty definitively and stupidly. Turned her heel, by the way. Yeah, she also turned her heel here. Turned heel against a Jay Cargill who was also already heel. So I think ROH, you go or Rampage Hell, you go. Um, both women have the same finisher too. So it's like, yes, and. Taya Valkyrie would be, it, it was said like the, the stipulation was if she uses, you know, uh, the Rose Valhalla or whatever the fuck she calls it, um, she would be disqualified. <laughs> you knew this for a week. You still tried to do it. <laughs> you still tried to do it. You didn't think of like pulling out a new finisher or probably just a new signature. Whoever agents her matches or who are producers them are. are piss poor it's a, it's a good it was, a, it was fine it was a fine match 
No, but I think that a lot, a lot. I think Jade is not good, but the match was fine. I think that they gave her a lot to do. When she was in them rest holds, I was like, <laughs> rest holds at a six minute match, bro. Shit, crazy. Um, yeah, I just thought that was stupid, and then it was just like, uh, yeah, like you knew that you couldn't do that finisher, so like, oh, it's just instinct to go for it. But motherfucker, you had a week to like get over that or show some damn restraint. I just thought that was so stupid. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the post match, Taya is just like pissed off that she lost. It was just like, what'd you expect? And then she tries to uh, do the finisher on uh, Aubrey Edwards, and the ref was like, chill, 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 chill. Should have did it. She should have just did it and shot on her. Yeah. Um, I'm all for shooting on Aubrey Edwards. <laughs> And then I, I I don't know like where do you, where does either party go from here like I don't really think like this shit could truly continue. Jade back to the jobber factory. Taya ROH like you said. Terrible, terrible uh, booking between that. Um, they need to like stop waiting for Chris Atlanta to come back. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's move on past that. I feel as though this win means that she she is imminent. There's a pay per view coming up, and, and Jane needs a Jane needs an opponent. So I, I I believe if she has a, a 500 day celebration or some shit like that, then you you already know who's coming to interrupt. I honestly wish that they went with the consecutive day thing and not the amount of wins that she's had. Yeah, now they're seeming to switch over to that, huh? Yeah, but it's just like it's kind of too late, brother. Yeah. The wins that I mean, you're, you're paper champion, like, like you know, what I'm saying paper opponents. I'm sorry, not paper champion, but yeah. Um, we get the Wardlow speaks, but Wardlow doesn't speak, right? And it's all R. Anderson just talking, whatever. Um, brings up the draft, brings up why he's with Wardlow, brings up a lot of things. Says Wardlow, sometimes you're gonna have to poke somebody in the eye, sometimes you're gonna have to use a chair, and yeah, you're gonna have to do whatever you can to win. I felt like um, it was. This was a promo that he was cutting to the wrong audience. These these people were not old enough to know that type of grit that he had on that promo. And then Christian comes out with a uh, Luchasaurus. <laughs> they think you're going to say something, and they don't. So I guess that's the next thing that happens. Yeah, hey. and I was, why the fuck aren't you guys saying anything? Like this is your guy's time to talk. I, it's it's a, it's a Wardlow speaks. It literally says on the graphic, "We'll hear from Wardlow." Doesn't speak. You know how they do. <laughs> so so stupid. And then you know, Arn Anderson just says a, a a lot of nothing. Uh, Wardlow versus Luchasaurus. Y'all be easy. <laughs> I'm 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 good, brother. With <laughs> nothing. Double or nothing. It's happening. Yeah. Um, Dax Hardwood loses to Jeff Jarrett. Um, when the Acclaim had these tag titles, they was not losing those singles matches. Jeff Jarrett kicked out of a power driver. I would just like to know the, the level of pain that AEW wrestlers can face before they actually submit. <laughs> uh, Darby Allen is uh, God. So... I don't know what to tell you. These motherfuckers can take a lot of a lot of punishment. Um, but Je- yeah, Jeff Jarrett killing out of a power driver. I was just like, whatever. And then like, where the fuck was Cash? 
I don't know. That was weird. They they just allow Jeff Jarrett to take the. Well, I guess he's not going to steal it, but he he beats him after some. Well, they kicked out Sanjay and the in the in the in the geeks, and then one of the mm-hmm. geeks got back and managed to to help him win the match with the uh, with the stroke, and you know you have Jeff Jarrett winning, and then you have um you know he grabs the title, which I guess means in so many words and so many less words that, that it's going to be Jarrett and I guess Lethal versus uh, FTR, which. Hooray. Again, they won these belts with no with no division. Let's just be can we Yeah, just be, they, they, they won, won those belts, belts with no division and no creative. And honestly, I don't even what are they they're fighting over who wanted to consult fucking uh Mark Briscoe? Like, what are you guys even fighting for? They are not landing this post Jay Briscoe thing. They're not sticking the landing here to, to oh, be clear. No. They're not the, sticking. The, the tribute match was literally the peak. Yes, uh, that was the peak, and since then it's been downhill. Mark wasn't even on the show tonight, which was wait, which was super weird. So yeah, and like he's kind of like the conduit between these two, and he just wasn't there. Um, so weird, but um, that's what I uh, it that's it for the docket. But I just remembered that uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hader had a pre-tape just saying, "Hey, uh, the outcasts." Um, you're gonna have to kill us, and I said, "Oh, okay, that's I it." So. I hope so. <laughs> like, did did you not want to like schedule a match or something? You know, mm-hmm. um, neither of like the biggest women's feud or uh, part of that biggest women's feud was on the show tonight, um, in the ring at least, or they didn't even like respond to the promo. So you'll probably respond on rampage who booked this shit who booked this shit i i have no clue how you don't follow up on any of these angles in any in any meaningful way this week yeah other than um the the adam cole thing i think that would have been the perfect time for the outcast to actually come out there they could have came out there said some you know jericho didn't touch your didn't touch your shawty i did fuck you gonna do about it yeah um, and then you just, uh, what is it? You just have the JSA beat them up anyway. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't have to have Chris. Uh, well, you could have still had, no, there wasn't any need for Chris Jericho to be on the Titan Tron for real. For I just saw a tweet. I just saw a tweet from Jacob Cohen. He says, we are four hours and 23 minutes into the taping and we are, and we are going to finish up our last few ROH matches. Good Lord. <laughs> four hours into the taping. <sighs> RIP, bro. And then Mo, who's like, who's really watching? Like, what is motivating motherfuckers to be like, yeah, we have to keep our witch going. <laughs> that shit ain't making no money. <laughs> and then nigga, and then nigga said, nigga said Tony Khan's not concerned with making money off our witch right now. No, he's not. He's not. So young motherfuckers not trying to get paid. Maybe he should be worried about that. <laughs> fucking crazy bro uh but okay let's get into nxt spring break-in uh i thought spring break-in was a very decent show i thought it was very yeah. nice solid um, but matt some fun, fun. solid solid, solid would be the best word. yeah I, I thought it was i i thought i was like why didn't you take a lot of these niggas into stand and deliver that, that was working tonight like why, why weren't a lot of these niggas there um Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I, and, and again, I, I think NXT really crushes these TV specials. I, I don't think I've seen a bad one yet. Uh, was Halloween Havoc a pay-per-view? I think that's probably the one I'm down on the most. 
I think it was TV last year. I want to say. Uh, yeah. I'll probably say that's like the one that I wasn't really fucking with uh, as a TV special. Um, but I, de- I definitely thought this show was, uh, I thought the show was very solid, um, as we said. And I felt like this was like a sort of uh, step in the right direct or like, you know, some course correction or, you know, putting their best foot forward for most of this. Uh, but to start, we got the family, mm-hmm. uh, Tony D'Angelo and uh, Dax. Stax Lorenzo. Um, defeating Pretty Deadly in a trunk match. <laughs> um, it sounds like a match that Plies would make up. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I thought was really funny about this whole thing was uh, the car that they had the stuff I in need. was like fucking Herbie. <laughs> like, 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 bro, these that is not that seven. is not a. That's not a mafioso vehicle, bro. It's seven feet tall, bro. Why? How did you get there? <laughs> I, I think Tony D. I've come around because he's actually I've seen him get better. I'm yes. seeing him get better. I'm seeing him like really come to come into his own in this character, but also as a babyface. And I'm so glad they course not course corrected, but they changed his affiliation here and they made him a babyface. I feel like the fans are, are naturally behind him. I think a lot of the stuff he could do, he could be like kind of like not like an Eddie Guerrero type, but a, 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 a tweener face that people really get behind. And, mm-hmm. you know, when they throw him in that trunk, big reaction from the crowd. They really like that stuff. And, you know, we got to pour one out for, for Pretty Deadly. I feel like if there was anyone on this show, in this brand that we knew from the moment they showed up had to be moved they were in purgatory for such a long time on this yes. brand. It was these two. They did everything on this on this brand within in a, what, in a very short time. Exactly, they did everything on NXT in six months. And if they are getting called up once on Friday, which for all intents and purposes they got dumped in a lake, it looks like they did. He, he, they've sit, Tony cement, sent <laughs> babyface giving niggas cement shoes, bro. Right, sent another team out of the out of the territory. If that is the case, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hand it to them. They did their thing. They are they've been great in UK. They've been great in NXT, and I th- I feel like it's finally time for them to to put on and show up and show out and. Uh, on the main roster and with anyone you can put them with anyone all of his first time stuff and and i think mm-hmm. it's gonna work. uh looking forward to them in alpha academy um they are about to tower over uh, chad gave with otis <laughs> uh, but that that should be fun i'm uh i'll very much be looking forward to that um yeah uh we'll see where they land uh come this draft next we get core jade defeats the biggest bird Lyra Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Lyra, slow it down. There was two. There was two moments in this show where I'm like, they need to slow it the fuck down. Like Lyra was working way too fast in this yes. match, and Cora just, was not keeping up. Well, not it, that it was, like it's her fault, but it's yeah, like, like you know, you're going mad fast, son. Yeah, she's trying to get heat, and Lyra's just like. <laughs> Lyra's just busting through moves. There was one time where, like, I'm just like, bro, you're blowing a lot of shit by trying to go too fast. And I'm expecting, like, a really – this match got some time. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't like, a super short match. But um, I, I thought that it, it was strong to show that Korra c- could kind of go with, with Lyra Valkyria. They've been, they've been building her up. This is her first loss uh, in mm-hmm. NXT since she arrived. But I think that 
again, they're keeping Cora strong for something. I don't know what it is. I I I, I would imagine <laughs> that it's probably Indy coming up, but her 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 and Indy. Yeesh. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I need I'm, I think Cora needs a um Cora needs a a submission, I think. She needs uh, a submission. A submission with the kendo stick, but I don't think that's uh well like she can establish a submission technique now and then when the time comes for that match with Indy and then she does like a kendo assisted version of it, that could definitely garner some booze. Yeah, like it, it she needs like like a like a like a um you know the, the fish hook, like when they put somebody's hands in their mouth and they and they tear their like cheek. Oh, uh, that's the bread, the lockjaw that for Baker guy. <laughs> yeah, she should do that. Uh, yeah, that'd be fine. Um, maybe a leg submission since Indy's like very much taller than her. She could probably establish something like that. Um, like I don't, I don't want to say like a a, a clover leaf because I think Cora is a little too small for that. Yeah. But, <laughs> Like a like a single light Boston, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I mean something. I again, big win for Cora on on, on her return. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm interested in seeing where they go with her here. There's a lot of the thing with with this right now is if they're not calling anybody up right now from the women, which would be a huge mistake if they don't call anybody up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I there's just so many women in rotation in NXT right now, and some that are injured that are you know coming back soon. You know what I mean? And and I, I or or coming back you know in the next couple of months. Um and and more to debut. There's there's like another girl, the Soul Ruka's friend. They're waiting for yes, her. Uh, Danny Palmer. Danny which, Palmer. Uh, she does. Uh, she had a really good match on Level Up. I think like a few months ago with uh, Lola Vice. So I'm high on Danny Palmer. Uh, just Lola. off what I saw. And Lola's, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they've got to do something with these girls ro- rotating in and out. And some people got to go. I, I really feel like yo, what if they just called up Kiana James or like uh, Fallon? Like out of nowhere. Like I really feel like we're gonna get like some, uh, some and, shot call. And, 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 the, and then they and they fucking act like they did it, they did it just beat the fuck out of each other <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm hitting the Drewski ads. <laughs> they needed to leave. Cause I think because I think that Kiana, like Kiana went from what the fuck is this weird, you know, real American type gimmick that you got going on to the Iron Survivor, where it was just like, hey, man, this motherfucker could really work. And then as a tag, uh, I felt like um, they did good as tag champs. I just didn't. Uh, they had one. They I, had Sorry, they had one uh, defense of those. Of those. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I don't think that match was that good. But the rematch was good. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, the, ma- well, the rematch was better. Um, yeah. I, I thought this match at the end of the liver was very okay. Like, I didn't think it was, uh, I wasn't down on it. A lot of okay matches to deliver. Okay to bad. Yeah. They they made up for it here with uh. And you were questioning spring break in, and I was like, hey, I was I, yeah, I was very question of uh of spring break in. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll uh tackle that in a second. Wait. Uh, yeah, let's just let's just talk about it now. Um, we got the Hicks. Uh, they need a name. Um, the Hicks versus <laughs> the corporate couple. The corporate couple, Kiana and the Kiana, the corporate couple versus the Hicks. Uh, th- th- this was a really good match. I was not expecting it, and and it was good in the sense that no, this wasn't like a technical masterpiece, but the story behind it was actually really good. And, and once you got mm-hmm. to the final stretch between Jensen and Briggs, um, and 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 Kiana and Fallon on the outside, 
and 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 Fallon, uh, you know, trying to stop Keanu from from having uh, Jensen cheat. I, I mm-hmm. thought this was really, again, this to me has been the best story on NXT. <laughs> yeah, I, I know a lot of uh, a lot of people were just like, you know, this kind of like when this first started, it was very bizarre. Um, just to just be like, I never had a girlfriend, I never kissed, I never, you know, just being a he's just a virgin. <laughs> um, and then they find Henley, and I thought Henley was gonna be, you know, the girl for him or whatever. And then yeah. you get the weird bars shit, the very Disney ass storyline. And then after, uh, you know, they win it, and then it, it you know, it goes to Teen Nick. <laughs> It goes to Degrassi a little bit, a little Degrassi. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll, a little Degrassi bag, and now we're back. Uh, I, I feel like we're still in Degrassi territory here um, with them making love, up at the end. I love Jensen's uh, makeover. <laughs> the straightened hair? <laughs> Bro, the new yeah. tights, too. Hey, it takes a lot to, like, change over somebody's whole gear in a week. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot to do that and change his whole look. I don't mind him keeping that, but I know, I know that he won't because, of course – uh, I mean, Briggs gives Jensen a fucking hellacious clothesline and beats the shit out of him. The Yo, middle. smoked him with that shit. Uh, um, and, and, also, and, I think they have amazing chemistry together. Him and uh, him and Briggs. I would like to see more of it if they're gonna do it. I actually thought the 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 Jensen at the end when Kiana breaks up with him officially, that Jensen was going to just be like, no, fuck they, fuck you, and 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 go off. But it looks like they're gonna make up. Um. Mm-hmm. It's a good team to have. I, th- I think that they've got the most compelling story. I mean, I would say it's about time to give them the NXT titles, but it, it looks like um, it looks like Gallus has some other plans with uh, with Schism uh, and and Gallus going against each other pretty soon. So we'll we'll see what happens between them. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, we didn't mention that Kiana J after uh, the corporate couple lose because um, just just can't learn how to cheat right. Um, <laughs> Kiana was just like, man, I'm tired of losing shit. I don't, I never fucking loved you, bro. And I was just like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She valid. <laughs> love yeah. takes time to build. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, she, she can't love you immediately, bro. So like, just... yeah, she she ain't lie. Yeah. She hasn't got to that point yet. <laughs> Give her some time. That's, a, that's, that's all. That's all I'm saying, bro. <laughs> she, she out there. She out there, man. She's just having a little sex. She'll be right back. Oh, she's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh what is it two weeks ago was the hey man, she's just having a little sex bro she'll be she'll be back at the pc this is the, <laughs> the now it's the it's the hand at applebee's oh <laughs> <laughs> instagram you just see the hand come on taking man. his own picture oh my god uh but no nah, I, I thought the best was really good i do like all parties involved like i think they're all really uh talented Mm-hmm. And I, it's a complete 180 from what I thought about them a year ago. So good, good right? job. Oh my good job God. on good job on creative for them. Um now we get the NXT title match. Uh middle when this wasn't oh. when it <laughs> when this was the middle of the show, I say, yeah. Well, I've always said this. <laughs> I've always said that. Well, well, here's the thing. I think that I think that they consider the women's program when Roxy's in it to be a bigger program than the men's. And I absolutely agree. Roxy mm-hmm. is a ratings mover. This week, NXT does 654,000 with her in the main event. She's consistently always done big numbers for NXT. People want to see her and she's really popular. That's why I can understand the chase now, but I don't understand the way that they got to this chase. But with, with Melo, he's going to take some time to 
come into his own with this title. And I think that if it's not working, they need to take take it off of him because it, what it's giving me is HBK vibes back when he was winning the title and people was tuning out. Yes. Um, I remember, uh, you know, watching Reliving the War that all mm-hmm. y'all should watch. Um, it was just like, we're just going with like what seems sort of like comfortable, um, you know, them giving it to, to HBK, but it was just like, this is not doing good for the show. No, it wasn't. And and there 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 aren't a lot of a lot of examples that you can have other than the fact that you have Waller versus Mello, where it's like clearly the crowd wants to cheer and and they and they do cheer Carmelo uh, Carmelo Hayes and and again I, I liked that it was no frills. I liked the match. I thought the match was was good. I thought it was smart for Waller to take out Trick to mm-hmm. all the counters that they did. Um, it, it was, you know, other than a couple of kind of sloppy spots in the beginning, they, they, they brought it back together. And I thought that they did have a lot better chemistry than what I saw between Braun and Melo a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm. I, I thought I thought it was it was really solid. I, I think Waller's really coming into his own as just a, a, a real worker. Like he, he's really working his ass off in, in his shows here. Yeah, uh, I agree, too. I think this match uh, is a lot better than. Uh... The mellow Braun match, and I f- I do think this match is better than the Grayson Braun match. Um, I do like the finish as well, um, with mm-hmm. Waller just not being able to like do his finisher, which yeah. lets me, which tells me, nigga, you need a new finisher. Absolutely, it's, I like working the legs of both, working the, the ankles, the knees of both of both guys. Good, good, good psychology there. You, you, and 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 Cyrus, did you notice that Mellow no. won without tricks? Yeah. Because <laughs> he was neutralized. Mellow won without your help. I'm starting to think more and more every single day that that wasn't supposed to be the finish I stand and deliver. You think so? I'm it's it's kind of getting hard for me to think otherwise. Okay. okay. Um because they never they never reference it. They never okay. it's never mentioned that. Mellow cheated, cheated to, win. <laughs> to win that match. When when they did the Waller effect last week, it was just like you need Trick to win, but they didn't mention that like Trick is the reason why he has that title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't explicitly said. Like you only got that because he cheated. Right. There's a lot and of I, work. I feel like if we try to watch that and deliver right now, there's going to be a little bit of a cut on that finish. <laughs> Like I think I think it's like that bad. Hey, go I'll, call call Kevin Dunn, bro. Get get it done. I I will I will look back after I watch this and see if the finish is the same, and then I'll report back. But like I really do feel like that finish was not supposed to happen. And it leads out to and and, and again like it, it leads out to, uh, Braun Breaker coming out. Braun squashed, absolutely squashed. Uh, cha- Murdered. <laughs> Andre, Andre Chase. And earlier. I hate that earlier on the show, like they were really gassing him up. The match is not even a match. It's like two minutes long. If that uh, just destroys him, puts him in the standard recliner, beats his ass. This is this, this was to further the story between Duke and, and Chase, which I feel is mm-hmm. going to be a spectacular story to tell when they finally get to it. Um, I, I like the way they're building that too. That's going to be my, that's my second favorite story right now next to the yes. hit, uh, Kiana, but um, but he, after the match, Melo calls out Braun. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Braun said, "You know, I don't want the title no more. Fuck y'all, fuck the title." And then Melo says, "I know you don't want it, but I want it. Me and you in battleground." Braun comes out again, spears the shit out of Trick, uh, out of out of Trick, 
gives uh gives Melo his finisher uh and puts trick in the starting recliner. I was cheering, and I oh. think some crowd in the PC was too. <laughs> I was like, this shit heat, brother. And then when he put when he put fucking Melo through that fucking wall, I said, it's so lit. <laughs> That's We're how you so back. It. That's how you do it. I I think that. <clears throat> the story you want to tell here is that that Braun, when he's trying to to be nice, he gets taken advantage of. But when he wants to be that beast, that that pit bull, that look how easy it was for him to take out Mellow and Trick. And I think that's the story going into it. You need to play up to this as Mellow going against someone that is bigger and stronger than him, and got and now has the adversity to do that. He's too cocky. He's too cocky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it's biting him in the ass. And, and I think that, again, you need to give us some adversity. You need to make us feel bad for Melo. And I think for the first time, Cyrus, I felt bad for him at the end of this. Yes. And I'm going to need, Trick, I'm really going to need you to sell that spear, bro. I don't mm-hmm. want to see you for a very long time, my brother. <laughs> I feel like Trick needs to be told to stay in the back. When when they have that match in uh I, in Massachusetts, what I need next week is for Melo to be out there by himself, cutting a promo, speaking like a normal person, being like, <laughs> "You what you did, what you did the trick was not fucking cool, bro. I'm 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 gonna put you on a t-shirt or whatever stupid catchphrases he uh lingo that he wants to use. But I, I need like- him to be like you know feel like try to bring more sympathy for what happened to Trick Williams. It feels like somebody's actually writing this now. Yes. <laughs> it feels like someone's actually writing this story now, and it's not tr- Trick and Braun writing the story. And I'm okay with it. I, I thought that this was ex- extremely effective, and for where it was in the show, was was really good too because we we were able to um we were able to kind of move the story forward and have it take up a lot of segments on the show with with you know Trick and uh, not Trick but uh, Braun and, and Chase having a match and Mello and Waller having a multi segment match. It took up a lot of the show this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me. But I do think that this, like like I said at the start, you know, this is a step in the right direction where, you know, the car is no longer swerving. It's slightly drifting a little bit as we get into this next match. Um, main event, Andy Hartwell versus Tiffany Strider versus Roxanne Perez. Um a little this there, there was a little botches, you know. Tw- Twitter uh, gravitated towards that. Um, I'm gonna bias if you want to say that, but I'm gonna give them leeway because this is developmental. Um, yeah, I I think I I also feel as though while we can give them a little bit, um, while we can give them a little bit of leeway here because yes, it is developmental. I still mm-hmm. think that. When you're in the ring with someone like Roxanne, you need to you need to really step the shit up because yes. one thing I noticed in this triple threat is that she is light years ahead of both of them, and it's not even close. I, I think that she is just. I'm a huge fan, bro. Like I'm a huge yes. fan of Roxanne, and I think that she she can she moves fast. She's crisp, and that move in particular, it was like, come on, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she's giving y'all what it is. It's like, it's like her, her mind was moving on like calculus and they were still in like algebra one. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was like they, their mind couldn't process what she was doing. And that's not a good thing. I, I think for 
Tiffany Stratton, who we have seen is very athletic. Like she gets it. And she also uh, earlier, I think it was like on Busted Open Radio. She was just like, I would like to spend some more time in NXT, kind of get my bearings, um, you know, really uh, plant my feet into this whole thing. Roxanne was doing a lot of stuff that you would kind of like see on the Indies. Mm -hmm. And that's brand new to her. Yeah. Like I I don't think Tiffany Stratton has really wrestled anybody that kind of had that sort of like Lucha influence. Yeah, it's um when it when it was and Tiffany and that ring together, I was wondering why we weren't just watching that. And then we could have just had a number yes. one match there. <clears throat> um, I am not a fan, Cyrus, of the way that they are booking Indy to keep having these I kind of kind of sleazy, cheesy wins. Yes. And- you you have this thing where Indy Hartwell is coming out there last week. She comes out there confident, just being like, You think you think that you could really beat me? Let, let's see how this fucking goes. Like, I'm really about to show you what I'm about. And then you just dance around or don't have her have strong, definitive wins. And I feel like, you know, in a triple threat, you know, whatever, it's always going to be like. I just I just didn't want the 2K finish. Yeah. <laughs> or is this like, OK, you did your finisher. I'm going to throw you out and then pin him. Yeah, or like you know, follow up with mine, like. And then you, and then you, and pin, then you pin Roxanne. Then you pin Roxanne. The face, the face, put in the face on the dirt. Just, how 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 is yeah. how does Roxanne come back from that? Well, you do the chase. Um, no, but like, like, it could have just been Tiffany, and then you know she has to eat her words, and that's way more satisfying than Roxanne just being like, well, you know. What, what Tiffany, it was a hard fought. The reason you do that is so Tiffany can get the one-on-one if she wants it because she never got pinned. So you tell she you win when she gets that one-on-one because if Indy doesn't get a nut, like... <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't like it, but booking-wise, we've seen this before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're Roxanne, saying. Yeah, like Roxanne gets pinned because she never got the match that where she lost the title. So now it's official. It's even. She's lost it officially yes. at this point. She's officially lost the title. Tiffany can still be on her on her way. Roxanne could do the core thing again. You could do uh, Lyra. You could do anything. I'm just a fan of of seeing Roxanne have matches with anybody right now. Mm-hmm. That like I think that she could she could they could make it work. But you do risk that you 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 risk the 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 you run the risk right of the fans turning on Indy for looking like a weak champion and turning on Roxy for being a loser. And that's where that's where I have a problem because I think that if they start turning on Roxy, you've made you've made a mistake at that point. Yes. Um, if they start like oh my god, if they just like start chanting losers, she starts getting booed when she says she wants to pursue the title again, some shit like that. Like we have been we have gone astray. Like this yes. has gone very, very, very wrong. Um I know. I'm I'm definitely reaping what I sow, saying that I wish, you know, hoping that Indy wins at Stand and Deliver, but this is absolutely not how I imagine this happening. Yeah, I, it doesn't look like she's getting called up either, so. Yeah, like, when I said she was going to win, in my vision, it was just her climbing the fucking ladder. There was no Dexter Loomis. She was very involved in the match, blah, 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 this and that. As a champion, 
uh, you know, it was just like, let's see how this goes. I was not picturing her having these weak fin, like these weak finishes that doesn't make her look definitive, you know, like a definitive champion or like, you know, strong. Like the roll, the roll up with Zoe Stark. I, especially if Zoe Stark's already on her way out, why are you doing a roll up? Do be. whatever the fuck your finisher is. Yeah, she should be on the way out. Uh, I, I, I'm no Zoe this week either. So yeah, there's no Zoe this week. So it was just like you could have really beat Zoe Stark definitively. And then once she gets called up, who the fuck is even going to remember that she lost to Indy Clean? She's in a whole new stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess they can do the Tiffany just being like, well, you didn't pin me, pussy. Um, I feel like that's the battleground match. Hopefully, uh, it's good. <laughs> Because clearly well, Tiffany, Tiffany's not a general and Indy is not that great enough to be, a, a, you know, that ring general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I hope they are practicing right now in the PC. Pray for them. <laughs> yeah. And then whatever live shows that they're going to have, um, you know, you practice there as well. <laughs> I practice, practice, fucking practice. Um. Yeah, next match, uh, Ob Femi. That was yeah. uh, brand name, Femi. right? Yeah, Femi, Omba Femi, or Ona, Ona Femi, not Ob. Ona, oh, okay, Ona Femi. Yeah. Um. He. Big like black. What I see. Big black nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Which I can say, that was a, it. Was a good squash. Um. Uh. I like what I saw so far. Um. He, I like his look already. Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about his background. I don't recall commentary saying he was like part of football or anything like that. He looked like a football nigga. Um, but I, th- I think that was a really good thing there. I just let's see what the character is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that for the first character that he get is going to be really stinky. And then we're just going to have to deal with that. I want to see the lawyer nigga. I'm wondering when the lawyer nigga. Is gonna yeah, be. what the fuck was that? Uh, wasn't on TV. It was something that happened just for the crowd to uh, stall for time. They were very receptive to it. I want the lawyer. I want the lawyer gimmick now. <laughs> the lawyer nigga versus versus uh Tony D. Tell me who says no. He he finding out his money laundering schemes, bro. <laughs> exactly. We we just get a wire ass storyline. <laughs> Um, NXT court would be fire. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to all that. So that should be cool. Um, Scripps responds to Axiom, um, and what looks like a Mortal Kombat uh, mythology cutscene type shit. <laughs> that boy, <laughs> take that mask off that nigga, man. Come on, let's get it over with. Next week, Scripps versus Axiom, though. Yeah, um, I'm gonna need. It's gonna I'm, look like John Wick, nigga. That's because <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm, you know, scripts, Reggie. I'm not doubting their athletic prowess or anything like that. It's just the characters are not fire, bro. Um, I think the match is going to be really good. Axiom says that, like, you know, you're not going to be, you know, my super villain or whatever. You're not going to be my foil. None of that. I definitely think the Ax- uh, scripts will be. <laughs> like, I do see them being like, that's going to be his rival. And I have no problem with that. Axiom need to get called up. I need to see Axiom versus Ricochet ASAP. ASAP. Yeah. Uh, him, Gable, him, Riddle, him, mm-hmm. Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'll be looking forward to all that. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. And then Gigi Dolan responds to JC Jane, just saying, we're going to fight next week. And my little brother is going to be in the crowd. And JC Jane is most likely going to beat the shit out of that little thing. <laughs> she, had a, she about to, she about to, uh, Accost uh, that nigga. She about to be like, "What's what's popping, Lenny?" Oh nah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, sister, sister in law, bro. <laughs> Show you some real shit. Yeah, hey, hey. Insane. I think that nigga is like sixteen. Juicy <laughs> <Lusky> hands. <laughs> it's Florida, nigga. Juicy hands. Oh, that is cr- that is a crazy response to that. Florida, nigga, y'all done worse. Go ahead. <laughs> um. We're going to get Wesley versus Drew Gulak next week as well. Um, and Tyler Bate is going to be in Wesley's corner. Hard. Um, uh, I don't know how I necessarily feel about uh, Drew Lack and Charles Dempsey, especially if they keep losing. But um, I think it's a cool pairing. Uh, I would love to see the tag match as well. Uh, also, Tyler Bate is a motherfucker that needs to go. <laughs> that, <laughs> motherfucker, that motherfucker is in Wesley's corner because he's bored. <laughs> He's in his corner because they don't want to have him beat, and he, they don't want to beat him, and they don't want they he can't beat anyone because he's like so advanced. You can't like because again, look at all the champions right now; they're like really developmental kind of stars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so. It's like Tyler Bate don't really need that title. That's not what that title is for anymore. You know what I mean? It's not for yeah. the, the indie guy or like the the super experienced guy. It's for it's the same reason I feel like um uh what's her name Kaylee Ray. Uh, Apple Fire didn't get it either. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She's just she's too advanced for that shit. She's way past that. So hopefully he does get called up and and you know they have a they have a send off next week or something like that. Yeah, uh, I hope so as well. Um, excuse me. We already talked about Soul Ruka getting attacked. Um, I there's too many women to really be guessing because it could be somebody <laughs> brand fucking new. You gotta start, you gotta start fucking just, naming. just gotta be real. You gotta start naming niggas. Like, it's just like, was it like, Zion uh, Quinn did it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm risky hand and guessing uh, that, but um, they might cost Danny Palmer her debut, and then we'll see who it is. Um, Schism versus Gallus as well, and then if uh. The dyad or schism loses, they'll never have another tag team match uh, as long as Gallus. <laughs> and it was just like, th- this is the all right, come on, bro. Do you really want to leave? <laughs> that I think that tweet is 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 deeper than rap. Yeah, <laughs> that tweet is deeper than rap. Uh that they can say, Y'all not gonna give you give it to us. I'm looking forward to being a free agent. That's it. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like they're gonna write them off and then have them chill until October. Honestly. Oh shit, yeah. Uh yeah, that would be the that would be the worst case scenario for them niggas. Yeah. Uh, chill at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh then we get Ilya Dragonoff uh is attacked by Dijak. And I said, Yeah, this match is cut. And it was. Yeah, I I, I felt like there was way too many matches. Six was the good limit for this show. Um mm-hmm. I, you should save that for the opening of a takeover. You know what I mean? And 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 have that rock. I I I shudder at Dijak losing, but I feel like he's in like the Chris Hero role here where he just has banger matches with everybody and, and just enjoys his job. So um I'm cool with I'm I'm cool with with 
them saving this for a, for a bigger time? How violent can they get on the USA Network? Do you think they're going to save it for that? <laughs> um, I feel like it might main event next week. I'm not even going to lie. There's a lot of matches for next week already. Uh, yeah. Then, yeah, they could save it. They could probably uh, just do Dijak just being like, oh, you saw what I did to him. That mo- yeah, that motherfucker done. He ain't never coming back. Pussy. Uh, and then I would uh, announce it for um I would announce it for Battleground, and then next week you kind of have that match start. I would give them the interview, like the the contract signing. To me, that's like the bigger. Yeah, yeah everyone wants to see this match. Like it's gonna um, be bigger. NXT Battleground. When is that happening? It's, it's the same same day as um Double or Nothing. Uh, so May twenty eighth. Same day as Double or Nothing. Same time too, right? I believe. I think so. Yeah. I think I know what I'm going with that night. <laughs> There's some sick niggas for doing that, yo, for sure. Because I'm, they, I'm the counter programming is real. Yeah, they they cocky. They some cocky niggas, bro. I'm telling you. And I'm okay with that. Um, especially like even if like the viewership, <laughs> if the viewership is gonna be quote unquote bad, I feel like people are gonna watch both. Like it's a Saturday night. They'll probably have both streams pulled up. Um, yeah, it's like having uh, it's like having two playoff playoff games happening. So yeah, um, I can see. Um, well, like you know, it, it's on Peacock, so it's not like they're really worried about like viewership numbers. They just want the shit over with. <laughs> yeah, the, but, the, the, the viewers already baked in, so it's really just about like who's going to watch it and who's going to tune in. I, I think yeah, again, for NXT at least. War, yeah, the Saturday Night War is it's the first time they're going head to head. It's just a matter of what's going to open a show and what's going to take your eyes away from it. And I think that's going to be the interesting thing that that night when it, when it happens, like, do you open with the mellow and bra match to get mm-hmm. people to watch that or, or what? So um, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. I wonder if there's going to be actual main roster talent on that show too, to get people to, to tune in. Ooh, they've done that. Yeah. Uh, they've who, doing that. who would you like to see uh, be on that takeover this summer? I mean, who's not doing anything? You know what I mean? Like it has to be somebody that's not doing anything. Right. right? And after the draft, We'll have a clear view of that because it'll be like, yeah, you're right. That's, the, uh, that's like what the day it's a Sunday, it's the day after set the Saudi show. So, whoever doesn't go to Saudi is probably gonna be able to be on that show, <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoever's not going to Saudi will probably be like on the show like two weeks before. Honestly, they might be yeah. on the show next week. Shit, who knows? Exactly, they gotta start building to that show. There's only after this week is four weeks, so mm-hmm. uh, well. That wraps it up for us. Um, everything is in the show notes. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube, Patreon, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Uh, you know where to follow uh, OG Johnny Five on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Cyrus on TWR. Um, you can follow the A Show account, uh, the A Show RNC on Twitter, and then Patreon.com forward slash the A Show RNC. Uh, where you can just uh, you can subscribe, show your support, show your love. Um, the premium, the 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 real allure is that twenty dollar tier, baby. And you get a special uh, episode of Spot Callers where we review uh, ECW's first pay per view, barely legal ninety seven. So that's yes. also a good incentive. Got the retro diaries, got the rewriters room that is returned. Got the A show, of course. I'll be back next week on there, and Quan will be back on this show. So thanks for letting mm-hmm. me fill in for Quan this week. Hopefully we can do this again someday. Uh, I feel like yeah. we, we I, I wish it was a better episode of AEW, but I feel as though there hasn't been one in a very long time. So 
yeah I, I think like the last time that we did the show together it was like the episode wasn't really like it wasn't that bad like uh it was serviceable um this one was very um puzzling as it normally is but it is what it is <laughs> but uh I, yeah it's just asked a lot of questions and nothing makes yeah. sense <laughs> but all right peace well, out thanks everybody for, thanks y'all peace <laughs>